Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everyone. Hallelujah. I hope everyone is doing well today on this Sabbath day. This is Minister MacMillan, and today we're going to be uh, picking up again in the book of Numbers, chapter 14. But first, we're going to bow our heads in prayer and give God some praise. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Lord, we praise your holy name. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Lord, we praise your holy Lord, we praise you, Almighty God. Lord, we praise you, Most Holy One. Lord, we praise you, we praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, we give you the praise and honor and glory, Lord. We thank you, Almighty God, for allowing us this time today to be with you in your word. We ask, Father, that you continue to teach us, edify us in all things that we need to know, and the things that we can utilize in our life each and every day. Take these things and be a beacon of light unto others, that they may too be drawn in to your light. Father, we thank you, Almighty God, for this opportunity today to be with you, to suck with you, to enjoy and learn your teachings, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray, we share and share. Amen. Amen, everyone. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> As you can tell, I have a little bit of a <clears throat> cold, but it's okay. We got our tea, and then we got our citrus. Keeping warm, I hope, most of you. This cold front has swept. Uh, swept all over the United States, uh, north and south, <clears throat> and uh, even though we're not getting the uh, chill, chill, chill factors like up in uh, further north in the United States, still in the southern regions, we are um, getting the cold factor. We're getting the 50s and 40s. Okay, so <clears throat> we give God praise for that, too, as well, because, you know, with the cold weather, um, there's snow, which is water, which is what the earth needs, and there's rain. So, 
Let's make the best of it and be glad that the Lord is still thinking about us and providing us with the things that we need in order for plants to grow and and for life to be in existence, right? Okay, let's get on to chapter 14. And all of the congregation lifted up their voices and cried, and the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron. And the whole congregation said unto them, Would God that we would God that we had died in the land of Egypt, or would have died in the land um sorry, I'm rereading this. Would God that we had died in the land of Egypt, or would God we had died in this wilderness. And wherefore hath the Lord brought us unto this land to fall by the sword that our wives and our children should be a prey? Were it not better for us to return into Egypt? <clears throat> you know, sometimes when you've been in bondage so long, you think bondage is better than change. Um, people don't realize with change there um, there is a lot of um, there is a lot of suffering, but the outcome is glorious. The outcome is wonderful. Um, it's everything that you could imagine and more. Um, and this is the case here with the Israelites. You know, they've been in bondage for a long time, and they can't see anything other than bondage. Um, even though they're free, they're still living in bondage in their mindset. And they want to return to it physically. And they said one to another, Let us make a captain, and let us return unto Egypt. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. And Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Joseph of Jophanet, uh, which were of them that searched the land, rent their clothes. And they spanked unto all the company of the children of Israel, saying, the land which we pass through to search, it is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delight in us, then he will bring us into the land and give it us a land which floweth with milk and honey. Now see, these two gentlemen, they were the very few people there that had their eyesight on what was to come. They weren't looking to go back. They weren't living in the past. They were looking to the future. And they were trusting and believing in the Lord, which is where we should be, even in our trials today. We should be trusting in the Lord. Only rebel not ye against the Lord, neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are bread for us. 
their defense is departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Fear them not. But all the congregation bade stone them with but all the congregation bade stone them with stones, and the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation before all the children of Israel. So when these two men stood up, they started throwing stones at them. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And the Lord said unto Moses, How long will this people provoke me? And how long will it be ere they believe me for all the signs which I have showed among them? So the Lord is just wondering, you know, how long is it going to take these people to realize who I am and what I, what I am and what I can do? When they're going to believe and trust in me. And I'm sure the Lord says that today about all of us. Because we're no different from the Israelites. We do the same thing today. But we can change. And that's the purpose of us reading and understanding what happened in the Old Testament to the people. So that we will learn and not do it again today ourselves. I will smite them with the pestilence and disinherit them and will make of thee a greater nation and mightier than they. <laughs> the Lord said, I'm going to make another nation from you. <laughs> okay. And Moses said unto the Lord, Then the Egyptians shall hear it, for thou broughtest up these people, and they might from... Um, I'm reading this wrong. And Moses said unto the Lord, Then the Egyptians shall hear it, for thou broughtest up this people in thy might, from among them. Okay? He's telling Lord, you brought them out of there. And now, the people we brought them out is going to hear about this. And they will tell it to the inhabitants of the land. For they have heard that thou, Lord, art among this people, that thou, Lord, art seen face to face, and that thou cloud standeth over them, and that thou goest before them by day time, and in a pillar of a cloud, and in a pillar of fire by night. Now, if thou shalt kill all this people as one man, then the nation which has heard the fame of thee will speak saying, because the Lord was not able to bring this people into the land which he swore unto them. Therefore, he hath slain them in the wilderness. And now I beseech thee, let the power of my Lord be great according as thou hast spoken, saying, The Lord is long-suffering and of great mercy, forgiving iniquity, and transgressions, and by no means 
and by no means clearing the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children until the third and fourth generation. Pardon, I beseech thee, the iniquity of this people according unto, the, unto thy greatness of thy mercy. And as thou hast forgiven this people from Egypt even until now. So he's reminding the Lord, you know, look, these people around us have been following us. They know the story. And then they hear that you've killed them in the middle of the wilderness uh, because you couldn't bring them into the land that you promised. Basically, that's going to be a problem. Okay. Um, but as truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord because all those men which have seen my glory and my miracles, which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness, and have tempted me now these ten times, and have not hearkened to my voice. Surely they shall not see the land which I swore unto their fathers. Neither shall any of them that provoke me see it. But... My servant Khalid, because he had another spirit with him and have followed me fully, him will I bring into the land where into he went, and his seed shall possess it. Now the Amaleks and the Canaanites dwelt in the valley. Tomorrow turn you and get you into the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea. So at this point, you know, he's not telling them to go into the land. He's telling them to turn aside. How long shall I bear with this evil congregation which murmur against me? I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel which they murmured against me. Say unto them, as truly as, as truly as I live, saith the Lord, as ye have spoken in my ears, so will I do to you. Now, I want you to pay attention what he says here. Since people don't seem to think God is, is uh, real or alive. <laughs> Say unto them, as truly as I live. Why would God say that? Hmm? As truly as he lives. So he's telling you, I live. Oh, I do live. <laughs> oh, boy. 29. Your caucuses shall fall in the wilderness, and all that were numbered of you, according to your whole number. From the 20 years old and upward, which have murmured against me, doubtless Ye shall not come into the land concerning which I swore to make you dwell therein, save Caleb, except, okay, 
Caleb, the son of Jephon and Josiah, uh, sorry, Joshua, Josiah, Joshua, the son of Num. So, notice he didn't mention Moses and he did not mention Aaron. who offended God during that walk did not cross over and that included Moses and Aaron and it's sad because in a way Moses might have gone over but he allowed the people and this is what we do today we allow people to stop us from what should have come to us. But the Lord did allow him to go up and see it, whereas others didn't even see it. Okay, let's get back. Um, 31. But your little ones, which ye said should be a prey, them will I bring in, and they shall know the land which ye have despised. But as for you, your carcasses, they shall fall in the wilderness, and your children shall wander in the wilderness forty years and bear your whoredom until your carcasses be wasted in the wilderness. And after a number of the days in which ye <clears throat> search the land even forty days each day for a year shall ye bear your iniquities every forty years and ye shall know my breach of promise I the Lord have said I will surely do it unto all this evil congregation that are gathered together against me. In this wilderness, they shall be consumed, and there they shall die. Again, did they actually say that to the Lord? No. They said it to his servant. They wanted to overthrow Moses and Aaron. So you might as well have wanted to overthrow the Lord. Those were his people. And again, this is why today we have to be very careful in what we say and do and who we say and do things to. Okay? Because within those who are the children of God lies God. And when you do something to them, then you're doing something to the Lord. Okay, um, notice also the Lord says here in 34, Shall ye bear your iniquities even forty years, and ye shall know my breach of promise. So the Lord is letting them know he broke his promise with them because of what they had done. Okay, all right. Um, 
And the men which Moses sent to search in the land, who returned and made all the congregation to murmur against him by bringing up a slander upon the land, even those men that did bring up the evil report upon the land died by the plague before the Lord. But, but Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, which were of the men that went to search the land, lived still. So those men that brought the false report died right away. A plague came upon them and killed them. That should have told the people right then and there something was wrong. <laughs> and Moses told uh, these sayings unto all the children of Israel. And the people murmured greatly, and they rose up early in the morning and gant them up into the top of the mountain, saying, Lo, we be here, and will go up into unto the place which the Lord hath promised, for we have sinned. Let me read that again. Lo, we be here and will go up into the place which the Lord hath promised, for we have sinned. And Moses said, Wherefore now do ye transgress the commandments of the Lord, but it shall not prosper. Go not up from the Lord is not among you, that ye be not smitten before your enemies. For the Amaleks and the Canaanites are there before you, and ye shall fall by the sword, because ye are turned away from the Lord. Therefore, the Lord will not be with you. But they presumed to go up unto the hilltop. Nevertheless, the ark of the covenant of the Lord and Moses departed not out of the camp. Then the Amaleks came down, and the Canaanites, which dwelt in the hills, and smoked them, and, and discomfited them, even unto Hormuth. Okay, so still they weren't listening. They were told not to go up there. Okay, we're going to stop for a second. Okay, we are back. All right. Um, let's see.
Okay, so we were talking about the men with the evil report. Even they died. The only ones that lived was Caleb and uh, Joshua. Uh, and, of course, Moses told them um, why, basically, why they weren't going over to the new land. Uh, Moses told those sayings unto all the children of Israel, and the people moaned greatly. Okay, and they rose up early in the morning and gant them up into the top of the mountain, saying, Lo, we be here, and will go up unto the place which the Lord hath promised, for we have sinned. And Moses said, Wherefore now do ye transgress the commandments of the Lord, but it shall not prosper? Go not up. For the Lord is not among you, that ye be not submitted before your enemies, smitten before your enemies. So they were going to go into the land anyway, regardless, <laughs> even though they had sinned. And most times don't do it, because if you go, the Lord's not going to be with you, and they're going to kill you. For the Amaleks and the Canaanites are there before you. And ye shall fall by the sword, because ye are turned away from the Lord. Therefore, the Lord will not be with you. Now, at this point, um, put yourself in their position in your life right now. Would you not have turned at that point and asked the Lord for forgiveness? Um and made a sacrifice of some sort and repented earnestly but they didn't and they knew the laws um they they knew the laws and they knew um well no I can't say they knew how God was because they didn't it's why they kept er erroring all the time um, they had not learned. They were like many of us today. Um, the Lord will bless us and we're glad for the moment that he blessed us. And then we go right back into our old way of, you know, doing things. And that's not the way the Lord wants us to do. He wants us to get on board and follow him, do things the way um, we should do righteously and rightly. Um, and so this is pretty much what happened here. The uh, Amleks came down and the Canaanites, which dwelt in the hills, and smote them and discomforted them even unto Hormeth. Okay? And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When ye become into the land of your inhabitants, which I give unto you, and will make an offering by fire unto the Lord, a burnt offering, or a sacrifice in performing a vow, or in a free will offering, or in your solemn feast to make a sweet savory unto the Lord of the herds or of the flock. Then shall he that offered his offering unto the Lord bring a meat offering 
of a tenth deal of flour mingled with four parts of a hint of oil, and the fourth part of the hint of wine for a drink offering. Uh, shall thou prepare with the burnt offering or sacrifice for, for one lamb? Or for a ram thou shalt prepare for a meat offering two tenth deals of flour mangled with the third part of the hint of oil. And for a drink offering thou shalt offer the third part of the hint of wine for a sweet savor unto the Lord. And when thou preparest a bullock for a burnt offering, or for a sacrifice in performing a vow, or a peace offering unto the Lord. Now you see, they could provide a peace offering unto the Lord. But now he's telling them when they come into the new land, this is what they're to do. Then shall he bring with the bullock a meat offering of three-tenth deals of flour mingled with half a, half a hen of oil. And thou shalt bring for a drink offering half a hen of wine for an offering made by fire of sweet savor unto the Lord. Thus shall it be done for one bullock or for one ram or for a lamb or a kid, according to the number that ye shall prepare, so shall ye do to every one according to their number. And all that are born of the country shall do these things after their manner in the offering and offering made by fire of a sweet savor unto the Lord. And if a stranger sojourn with you or whoever be amongst you in your generations and will offer an offering made by fire of sweet savor unto the Lord as ye do, so he shall do. One offering shall be both for you of the congregation and also for the stranger that sojourneth with you, an audience, an audience forever in your generations as ye are, so shall the stranger before the Lord. One law and one manner shall be for you and for the stranger that sojourneth with you. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When you come into the land whether I bring you, then it shall be that when you eat of the bread of the lamb, ye shall offer up a heave offering unto the Lord. Ye shall offer up a cake of the first of your dough for a heave offering, as ye do the as ye do the heave offering of the threshing floor, so shall ye heave it. Of the first of your dough, ye shall give unto the Lord a heave offering in your generations. And if you have erred and not observed all these commandments which the Lord hath spoken unto Moses, 
even all that the Lord hath commanded you by hand of Moses. From the day that the Lord commanded Moses and henceforth among your generations. Now I notice, I, I say this all the time when you're reading the Old Testament. Take heed to um, what it's saying. If it says generation, that means just that generation. But when it says generations, that's not just talking about those people in the Old Testament. It's talking about people in the old and the new and thereon. So here we have where the Lord is saying to Moses, Moses and henceforth among your generations. Well, Moses has generations upon generations upon, and it just, it's endless, right? Okay. Then it shall be, if it ought be committed by ignorance without the knowledge of the congregation that all the congregation shall offer one young bullock for a burnt offering for a sweet savor unto the Lord with his meat offering and his drink offering according to the manner and one kid of the goat for a sin offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for all the congregation of the children of Israel, and it shall be forgiven them, for it is ignorance, and they shall bring their offering, a sacrifice made by fire unto the Lord, and their sin offering before the Lord for their ignorance, and it shall be forgiven all the congregation of God of Israel. And it shall be forgiven all the congregation of the children of Israel. Sorry about that. And the stranger that sojourneth among them, seeing all the children were in ignorance. And if any soul sin through ignorance, that he shall bring a she-goat of the first year for a sin offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for the soul that sinneth ignorantly, when he sinneth by ignorance before the Lord, to make an atonement for him, and it shall be forgiven him. Wow. We should be doing that today because people make a lot of calls, judgment calls, and <clears throat> they do a lot of things out of ignorance. <clears throat> <clears throat> so we don't, of course, kill bulls today, but we should be going before the Lord and asking forgiveness. Uh, ye shall have one law for him that sinneth through ignorance, both for him that is born amongst the children of Israel and for the stranger that sojourneth among them. But the soul that doeth ought presumes sorry, presumptuously, whether he be born in the land or a stranger, the same reproach approaches the Lord, and that soul shall be cut off from amongst his people. Okay, let's take this a little step further. So as I said, you know, when we do things like that out of ignorance, <clears throat> 
you know, we should be praying for forgiveness. But there are times when we do things out of ignorance and out of judgment, which we're not supposed to judge. And not only are you supposed to ask for forgiveness from God, but if you have offended or hurt someone in the process, you're supposed to go to them and seek forgiveness. Yeah, that's a tough cookie, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I can hear some of you now. What? Is she crazy? Has she lost her mind? No. That's how it's supposed to be done. You're supposed to pray with that person and ask them to forgive you. And then you go to the Lord and ask the Lord to forgive you. Because if you just go to the Lord, he might tell you, go back and sell your differences with that person before you come to me. Okay. But the soul that doeth uh, or presumptuously, whether he be born in the land or a stranger, the same uh, uh, reproach the Lord, and that the soul shall be cut off from amongst the people. Okay. Um, 31. Because he hath despised the word of the Lord and have broken his commandment, that the soul shall utterly be cut off, his iniquity shall be upon him. And while the children of Israel were in the wilderness, they found a man that gathered sticks upon the Sabbath day. And they that found him gathering sticks brought him unto Moses and Aaron and unto all the congregation. And they put him in ward because it was not declared what should be done to him. And the Lord said to Moses, the man shall be surely put to death. All the congregation shall stone him with stones within, without the camp. And all the congregation brought him without the camp and stoned him with stones. And he died as the Lord commanded Moses. Was it the act of what he was doing or was it because he was being defiant and disobedient? It was because he's being defiant and disobedient. Okay. They knew the laws concerning the Sabbath, and still he was going to go out and gather sticks anyway. He could have done, he could have gathered them sticks the, on the, the night before. Okay. Um, all right. Let's. Go back. Let's see. Uh, All right, we're going to move on to 37. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel. And bid them that they make them 
uh, fringes in the borders of their garments throughout their generations, and that they put upon the fringe of the borders a ribbon of blue. And it shall be unto you for a fringe that ye may look upon it and remember all the commandments of the Lord and do them and that ye seek not after your own heart and your own eyes after which ye used to go a whoring. Okay? So stop seeking the things after your own heart. The things that you want. The things that you see you think you want. Stop running after those things. Seek ye the kingdom of God first, and then all other things shall come unto you. Okay? Uh, 40. That ye may remember and do all my commandments and the whole and be holy unto your God. I am the Lord your God, which brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God. And I am the Lord your God. Okay. Uh, we're going to stop here at um, chapter 16. And we'll pick up on uh, chapter uh, 16, possibly tomorrow. Um, it's interesting how the Lord keeps iterating to them that he's their God. He's still teaching them. Why? As we say, these are babes of Christ. They came uh, right out of their, their captivity. And they're walking in their sins. And the Lord is teaching them as they're going along. And look how long it's taken. 40 years. For some, that's a full lifetime. Okay? That's a full lifetime. You figure the if they came out of um, Egypt when they were 20... Then And they walked in the wilderness for 40 years. That's 60. And that's not including the time between the time that they uh, walked from Egypt to the, to the, almost to the promised land, to the crossing of the promised land. Okay? We don't know exactly how many years that was. We have to look that up. However, that... So you figure the most people were, I'll say, maybe 70, 80 years old, okay? And if you were a baby, then you were in your 40s. And that's why the Lord said anybody 20 years or older, because if they were 20 when they came out of Egypt, then they're about be anywhere between 60 and 80 years old, and they were the ones that died. Now, those who were born between the ages of um, birth to 20, they were. They, they were the ones that went over into the promised land. Okay. All right. We're going we're gonna to stop here today and uh, at chapter 16, and we'll pick up again tomorrow. Okay, let's bow our heads.
Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the word that came forth today. We pray, Almighty God, that this lesson was a blessing to some or to many. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, for the things that you impart in us. We thank you, Lord, for all that you do in our lives each and every day. We ask, Lord, that you continue to work with us and our family members. And to help us, Lord, continue to believe and to follow in all that you have laid down in your commands. Father, we thank you, almighty God, for everything. For your love, for your grace, and for your mercy. And we thank you, Father, for your instruction. Thank you, Lord, for your correction. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Amen, everyone. This is Minister Mac saying have a blessed evening and good night.